Buddha. So I went to an HBCU. I had a chip on my shoulder, and I'm like, I'm def I'm nobody's definitely not gonna try me. Mm -hmm. And so I brought that energy and that mentality with me as an 18 year old in college, and it got me in a lot of it got me in a lot of trouble. It actually got me suspended um, the second semester of my freshman year in college because I got into a big big fight um, with some girls from another state, and the girl that I was fighting with, she actually cut one of the girl's pinkies off and so because I was involved in altercation it got me suspended from college the second semester of my freshman year so what would you tell that person just keep going like honestly just keep going because so first of all I'm you, you say, and I, don't forget that you say keep going but what did so now that you're able to look at that situation can can is it any way that you can embody that that energy that you were in at 18 year olds and tell me like what did that feel like it felt like survival mode okay it felt like like i said in the beginning it felt like i'm never gonna be the prey hmm. nobody's no i'm not allowing anybody to try me because i'm not the one to be played with right Right. Because in my hood, I'd already proven that. Right. So in a new environment, my energy linked up with people that had that same, same mentality. mentality, which got me caught up in a situation that interrupted, you know, me being able to stay on campus. So I continued studying college, but so, I had to live off campus. So why would you tell yourself to keep going? Because, because you, you some you're not a product of your, I'm not a, I was not a, I could have thought that I was a product of my environment, but I wasn't. Right. It was just circumstantial. It was just environment. And it also, I mean, environmental from the perspective where my parents did everything in their power to raise me the right, right way. Like I had a right. great education. I went to private school from kindergarten all the way up until 10th grade, right? Mm. I went to public school in 10th grade. So I only did public school 10th, 11th, and 12th grade. I had a great education from that early foundation. However, I, I, what I know now is that sometimes environmental things do impact right. how you show up. I know for sure. Like now that I'm not, cause you got my brain spinning now. I'm what happy would I about tell that. my 18 year old self? I also would tell myself at 18, like relax and like enjoy life. I was, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, uptight. I was uptight. I'm a, I'm a preacher's kid. Mm. You know what I mean? So I had a, a certain image I had mm. to portray. I mean, my father passed up, uh, you know, my mother first, you know what I mean? First lady, or he was like a, even a youth pastor, right. youth first lady. And you know, you know, that, that image that you had to portray, uh, it 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 imprisons you, you know. Yes. And it, and I I grew up like uh, non-denominational, Pentecostal, somewhere in that. You know what I mean? You know, and in that in that in that in that Holy Ghost sanctified. Yes. <laughs> so everything was a sin back then. Yes. You know, everything was like you like it was like you couldn't you couldn't enjoy life. Everything was wrong. Everything was you going to hell. You right. had your thoughts that's going on in your mind that you can't control. You're going to hell. You know things right. that you experience experiencing at a, at an 18 year old as like my hormones changing. Right. You have you having sex. You're going to hell. Right. You know what I mean. You you try some alcohol. You're going to hell. So then like I was struggling. I was actually now that I look at it, I was having like a. A war with self at that age. Say that. Like who I who I was like who I my nature, my innate being, yep. and living up to this 
image of what a Christian looks like per se. And at 18 year old, at 18 year, years old, that was a, a lot of mental. I, I don't want to. I don't like using this word, but it was a lot of like mental trauma. You know what I mean? That it it, it carried over into my adult years. I, I I didn't literally. I didn't start having fun until I, I got with my wife. I didn't have any fun in college. So we're very early into this conversation, but when you when you're making me now think about. 18 there's a huge internal like struggle um as an 18 year old because you don't really know (laughs) what you don't know what would i tell myself but you think you know a lot right right and so when i put myself in my space at where i was at 18 like i said freshman in college went to college far away from home. No family was around. I had to basically get it on my own. It really put me in survival mode. And what I would tell myself is like I said, keep going. You're not a product of your environment. Right. And like, you can do this, right? You can literally do this. I know it feels like, like the, the chips are stacked up against you and that, you know, because I was, I am literally the first person in my entire family to go to college. Wow. Entire, the, I'm a first generation college graduate wow. in my family. Wow. So I had absolutely nobody to rely on and get advice from during this experience. Like when you think about our daughter who just graduated from college, you've been to college, I've been to college. She was, we were able to give her sound advice from experience right you know what i'm saying and so i felt like i had a lot to prove to people when i should have been proving it to myself i mean you got to think about it though when you're 18 years old when you're you're 18 years young you have a different your mental space you have a different mental world you know what I mean? Completely. Than you have right now. I'm 18. You know, you basically you you. I'm living for my parents for for uh for a sake. God, you feel like that's on the proof, right? I'm feeling like I have to live for them. Validation. Uh, yeah, for to make them proud. Yeah. You know, and I, and I still like live in a way to honor them now, but I felt like I was living in a, in a from a perspective of how they what they wanted for me in life. Right. You know. I also would tell myself at 18, at 18 years, 18 years of age that y'all hear the parrot in the background. Uh, we don't want to know what you would tell yourself. It's all right. We're good. Okay. We're all good. right. We're good. So what I would tell, what I would also tell myself, uh, my 18 year old self is that you actually are blessed to be able to grow up in a house um, that you're environment that you've grown up in especially from the environment that you come from you know growing up in the hood my parents had me at a young age and um they done a great job with me with the tools that they had right so i would definitely like because at 18 years old you know you at that you can attitude with your parents you mad at them you don't they think they know it this is what an 18 year old is saying about at 18 you got an attitude period you got an attitude <laughs> right but you it's got usually with the ones that you're closest with right you know, so I would. I also would tell myself. Oh, this is a good one. I would tell myself that your discipline will pay off. Keep Ooh. going. Your your choices that you're making now, the vision that you see for yourself, your older your older self, it will pay off if you keep walking a walk that you're. You know what I mean? That's different than your friends. It's gonna eventually pay off. Right. Because I'm happy here. 
I'm, I'm happy about the, the choices that I've made, you know, because where we come from, we don't have, if you, where we come from and you want to come out of that situation, you don't have, you don't have too many chances to make the wrong choice because we are already in a hole, you know, so for, for the most part, I'm happy with 99% of my choices that I've made. So I would tell my 18-year-old self, boy, your discipline, your sacrifice, your hard work ethics, it's going to pay off. It's going to pay off. It's going to what? It's going to pay off. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, so, so, so I would, okay, I'm going to switch this though. Let's go. So because we're talking about what we would tell our 18-year-old self, I was 18 20, 20, 21 years ago, right? Yeah. That's your past self. What we just, I, you just asked me what would we tell our past self? You said, keep going. You said, like, listen, basically, you're not a product of, your, a product of environment. your environment. You made the you right know? choice. Like, keep going. you're on the right path. Your like, story is your story. What you see right now is not what you're about to see in 20 plus years. So let me ask you this then. What do your present self, what would your present self tell your future you 20 years from now? Really? Yeah, I, I like having these kind of conversations because if you have, so listen, a wise man. Well, you going you, you gonna hold that? Keep going. A wise man in the Bible mm-hmm. said that you should put that there's to everything there is a season, right? And you have to realize that. Seasons are always changing. And from eight at 18 years old, that was a season. At 38, 39, this is a season. Definitely is a season. At six, 60 years old, that will be a season. So I'm asking you, what would you tell yourself 20 years from down the road? Because it's, it's necessary that you prepare and plan and have some sort of vision for who you want to be 20 years down the road. All right, so here it goes. You said 20 years or you said future self? I know I just said a man in the Bible, but that's actually Ecclesiastes 3, and, uh, ch- chapter 3, verse 2. I just wanted to make sure because I like when I, talk, on, Bible, when I talk that talk. Come I want on, you Bible to know kid. I know what I'm talking about. So Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 2. In all things, there's a season. Shout out to my, right. fa- shout out to my father-in-law, my pastor. Right. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, so repeat the question. So what would I tell my future self or 20 years? Like, so what would you tell your, your, so we just talked about your past self. What would you tell your future self 20 years from now, your 20 years future self you, what would you tell that person? I mean, 20 years from now, I would look back and tell myself that. No, no, no. You're not looking back. You're looking forward. What are you telling the 60 year old you 20 years from down the road? Like you like it's in the hopes of so right now i'm gonna speak to my future yes thank you i'm just listen sometimes you gotta get understanding all right so speak to your your future then what would you tell your future you i would just it's real simple look what you did look at your hard work look at your dedication look at your sacrifices look at your healing Look at what all of that brought to your latter self. Okay. 
simple for simple. me. Okay. Why are you just looking at me like that? Because now... Uh, now you you, ask, you, you ponder it. Yes, because when you ask a question like that, obviously there is... It's more to dig in this into. Space, there's, in this sort of space, you know, there's a... It's There's like a, a need to give an answer, right? Because you asked the question. And so I'm thinking, like, what would I tell my 64-year-old so That's why you, that's why you, that's why you like, so if I'm 64, I'm like, I already know. I already know. We already talk about, I'm retired where we talk about our retirement already. And I'm living, like, the life that I've all, all, always envisioned for right. myself. You know what I mean? I've created... So I, I'm sorry, I'm because I know you created. I'm gonna I'm gonna pause though, because I saw you sit in that. Yeah. I'm like, so why are you looking at me like that? Because I I know that you were that. So you know we ask questions to make ourselves sit with ourselves. Right. And I know like it's easy to just it's easy to say something, but then after you spoke, you like really like sat in it, and it was like. I know there's more, to say. To that to that sixty year old. Self. Self. It's a, it's a lot to it's it's like it's a lot to say that I don't even think that I can even try to embody in this moment, right? Because at 43 years old and what I'm working towards and how I uh envision uh my future 20 years from now, it's literally the life that I'm imagining right now. Like, I will literally feel like a miracle. Mm. I will literally feel like, makes me emotional. That God chose to, like, show me so much favor and allow me to not only live the life that I imagined, but for me to carry out the purpose in which he placed me on this earth to do. How are we digging? Because. How are we just dig? Even as it relates to like my business, like I know that my business is purpose driven. I absolutely know sitting here today, that's what I'm supposed to be doing. Right. And I know that that's making room for my family. That's making room for uh, my husband to chase his dreams, which is actually the catapult to our real true life. You right. know what I'm saying? So as I sit here and I think, I'm just like, I feel like gratitude because I just know that God's word is never null and void. And I know the things that God speaks to me about our life and about my life and about what I'm doing now to get us to that point. And so 20 years from now, I'm just going to be so grateful to God that he did exactly what he said he was going to do. And it won't really be about me. It'll be about him and it'll be about my obedience to him and living out those previous 20 years exactly how he has set it up for me to live.